What is up, guys? Welcome back to Fit Body Secrets, where my mission is to bring you guys inspiration, motivation, and a ton of tips to help you guys on your fitness journey. And today's episode is one that I am super fired up to talk about, guys. It is really one of my favorite things to teach my clients and is the power of what it feels like to eat food rather than to always find ways to restrict your calorie intake. And I'm going to talk to you guys today about why this is so important for those of you guys looking for sustainable changes in your body composition uh, while also still being able to live your social life and all of that kinds of stuff. So if this episode resonates with you, you want to hear more about what we do, shoot me a message. My applications for my summer sprint are officially closed off. Um, I think I have two or three more spots left, but I've already sent out all of my applications or and any of the applicants that still have an opportunity to join in. We have until tomorrow to sign up. I will probably be doing another one um, probably pretty soon after this one because I did have quite a bit of interest, but I wanted to keep the roster somewhat small. So it doesn't mean you can't still reach out to me for coaching. It just means that the summer sprint is going to be actually closed off. So if you want to hear more about what we do, you're interested in getting your nutrition on check, uh, shoot me a DM. You can also email me. I'll put my email in the uh, show notes as well. Uh, if you want a free assessment, I do that as well to kind of give you guys an idea of what it would look like for you to have a mapped out plan to achieving your goals. But let's start talking about today's episode, which is all about optimizing your nutrition for fat loss. And I think that when a lot of people focus on optimizing nutrition for fat loss, they're conditioned to think that the thing that they need to do is drop calories, cut out food groups, do all these extreme things to restrict themselves. And what ends up happening is they make these extreme changes and it makes it really hard for them to stick to for more than one, two, or maybe four weeks. They start to get too hungry. They start to get a lot of cravings. You know, life gets crazy. Maybe they're in social situations and they're getting a lot of, you know, this feedback. And it's, it's really hard for them to, to handle, you know, all the comments like, oh, you're eating clean and yada, yada, yada. And they want to be able to enjoy themselves. So it's just really hard to operate sustainably when you're constantly working on restricting yourself. So why do we want to build up our calorie intake and how do we do that? So we want to build up our calorie intake for a number of reasons. Before you go into a fat loss phase, optimizing at maintenance is the most important thing. And here's what I'm going to explain to you guys today is let's just say, for instance, you are working out five to six days a week. You are a five foot five female. You weigh 195 pounds and you're trying to lose weight. And right now you are estimating that you're eating about 15 or 1600 calories and you're not losing any weight. And this might mean an estimation, right? You might have a couple of days where you're going off the ringer, like you would call it, like you would call it. Um, but for the most part, your calorie intake is pretty low. If you were to type yourself into an online calculator, it is, and you can look up a number of them, it's going to tell you your BMR, your basal metabolic rate, along with your TDEE, which is your total daily energy expenditure. And what you're going to find is that number is likely significantly higher than what you're currently eating. And you're like, well, how am I going to lose weight eating that if I'm not losing weight? eating this, right? And you're absolutely right. It doesn't make any sense because you don't understand what has now happened. So as we start to live on lower amount of calories, our body starts to adapt to that amount of calories. It becomes more energy efficient and we don't want to be energy efficient. Nobody wants to have to live on 1200 calories a day. Can you relate to, you know, maybe hearing about that person who they can't even look at food and they gain weight because they can't go over 1200 calories or they gain weight? So we want to look at optimizing our metabolic function, our BMR, and then optimizing the amount of calories that we're burning. Now, I'm going to also explain to you guys that there's a big difference between a quote-unquote broken metabolism 
and just not burning as many calories. Okay. So, um, a lot of people are like, Oh, my metabolism's broken. Well, they also are very sedentary. They're not working out a lot. Maybe they don't have a lot of muscle mass. It's not their metabolism. So the difference here is that if you have a metabolism that functioning, it doesn't mean that you're not burning as many calories. It just means that the calories coming in aren't being like disp dispensed the right way and used in the right way. So you're not using those calories. So it's a little bit different than simply not burning as many calories. And that's why I do offer those free assessments to help you guys understand which one of these problems you're really dealing with. But as I'm going back to the main topic today is you want to optimize if you're only eating 15 or 1600 calories and this calculator is like, Hey, you should be eating 23 or 2400 calories to maintain your weight. You're like, really? Wow. Okay. So the goal here with building up your calorie intake is to get yourself up to those calories. And I'm going to explain now why that's important. Okay. If you are trying to lose weight, what we're typically going to do is however many calories you're taking in, we're going to slash a percentage of those calories off. And for most people, they're comfortable. They've heard cut off about 500 calories a day. If you're cutting off about 500 calories from your intake a day and you're keeping your consistency on your workouts and your movement throughout the day, what you will see is that that should equate to about a pound of fat loss per week. You're obviously going to lose some other things, some water, some, you know, your gut's going to be sloughing off some toxins. But for the most part, we're looking at about one pound of body fat per week. So this is important for you guys to understand because if you are only eating 15 or 1600 calories, if I'm slashing 500 calories from that, now I'm down to a thousand. So now you can see why that's not as easy for you guys to maintain. So by building up our calorie intake to let's call it that 22 or 2300, now we can start to cut calories and go down to about 1800 and actually see changes. So this is why building up your metabolic or your caloric intake is so important. But how do we do this? How do we actually make this happen? I think a lot of people are really afraid of gaining weight in this process. And that is a scary thing. And it's something that it's called a reverse diet. And I, and I coach a lot of people through this. And a lot of times people will find that they actually start to lose weight in this process. If they've been adapted for a long time, but here's what you're going to do. Okay. The first thing that you're going to do is you're going to have to, you're going to have to set a goal for yourself. I want to lose 15 pounds. Okay. You're setting that goal for yourself and you know, you've tried everything under the sun and you're eating, you know, whatever, 1500 calories a day. You feel like shit. You're not able to live your social life. And you're like, I'm ready for something different. So you know that that's your goal. You want to lose that 15 pounds, 20 pounds, whatever it is. You might have more late to weight to lose. But let's just start with like a baseline, right? Even if you have 50 or 100 pounds to lose, you want to start by losing the first 15, but you want to think about that in a way that's going to allow you to lose the other 60 pounds. Okay. So you know your goal. The next thing you're going to do is you're going to start to keep a food journal for about six days or so, six or seven days. I like people to get an idea of what their weekends look like versus their weekdays, busy days versus slow days, um, and see what their overall calorie intake is over those seven days. Let's just say you had 1,800 on Monday, you had 1,600 on Tuesday, you had 1,800 on Wednesday, you only ate 1,200 on Thursday because you got busy, um, or maybe you're stressed out because you didn't work out and you cut your calories. Friday, you had about 1,800. Saturday, you're at 2,500 because you went out for beer and wings. Uh, and then Sunday, you're back down to 1,400. So you're basically going to take those numbers and get the average over the course of seven days. And let's just do a, a blanket average. Let's just say your average calorie intake was 1,700. Okay. So now you know about what you're maintaining your weight on. Now you're going to get a little bit more dialed in. Now you're going to tell yourself, all right, right now I'm eating about 1,700 calories a day. 
you're going to look at which macronutrients you're most deficient in. And for a lot of people, they're over consuming fat, under consuming protein and carbs. So we're going to look at pushing those numbers up a little bit. And we're going to get to about body weight and protein. And I can go over this all with you guys individually. So I just want you to understand what you're doing. You're basically going to start by adding in about 100 to 150 calories per week. So if you're at 1700 right now, we're going to try and go to 1850. And we're going to add those calories in from whatever macronutrients that you're deficient in. And then we're slowly going to keep increasing. You're going to probably find that along the way, your appetite starts picking up. You're like, oh, I'm actually getting a little bit hungry. Maybe you're waking up hungry in the morning. Those are all good signs. Things are actually picking up in the right way. You're going to watch your weight. I do recommend weighing daily. We're not looking at weight. We're not looking at weight. Uh, we're not looking for the weight to change daily. We're watching weight fluctuations. And just like our calorie intake, we're getting an average per week. And we're going to measure that from week to week. Now, when we are adding food in, you are going to see some weight fluctuations. This is totally normal. Okay. It's common sense, right? If I'm eating an extra, I don't know, eight to 10 ounces of chicken breast, that's another half to one pound, right? So like we're adding food volume in. If I'm eating more carbohydrates, I'm also going to be storing more glycogen. So that's going to you know, be manifested into water weight. So we know that we're going to be adding in some other things that are not body fat. Do not fear those little weight fluctuations. We'll, we'll see it kind of level off as the week goes on and that's okay. You want to track trends. So if you notice that every single week, your weight is starting to climb higher and higher and higher, then we're maybe going a little bit too quickly. We'll kind of slow things down a little bit. Vice versa, if the weight's not going up or it might even be going down, you might be able to bring things up a little bit faster with the goal being like, how can we get you up to maintenance? Now, when you get to maintenance, the important thing to understand is how long have you been under eating for? All right. Has it been, you know, maybe, maybe you haven't really been under eating that long. Maybe you're not even sure if you've really been under eating or if you've just been under, under tracking things. But if you know, you've been under, under eating for like call it a year plus, you know, you don't want to be in a rush right then and there to just go back into fat loss. Okay. I explained this to a client the other day. I'm like, it's like taking a kid to Disney world, pulling into the parking lot and then being like, all right, kids, we're heading home. Your body's going to be like, fuck you. We just got here. <laughs> so Give your body an opportunity to sit at maintenance for a little while without being in the rush. We know the 15 pound goal is there. Okay. You might even find, like I said, weight starts to come off without even trying. Give your body some time. And then after a little bit of time, depending on how long you've been, you know, obviously under eating for, we can start to now make a drop. We'll, we'll say, let's go ahead and drop off those 500 calories, see how we react. And the most important thing here is to understand that you don't want to be greedy with making drop after drop after drop. Give your body an opportunity to understand what you're doing because your body does not trust you at this point. It does not trust you. You've been underfeeding the body. It does not trust you at all. Um, and that's going to really help set you guys up for a long-term sustainable results or a long-term sustainable process to getting you results. Now, I think that what's so scary about this for people is one, they're afraid of gaining weight. Also, they want to see results. And it's not fun to track things when you're trying to lose weight and you're not seeing the scale go down. So you have to shift the mindset of always looking at nutrition as a means to, is this work going to get the scale to move down? Because if we're only focusing on that one measure, we're never going to be able to be successful. What you should be seeing is that with eating more food throughout the day and throughout the week, energy's up, digestion's up, sleep is better your lifts are feeling better. Your performance is feeling better. Mood's better. You're, you're actually feeling excited and you're going out to eat and you're like, 
wow, I don't have to worry about what I'm eating. It all kind of fits into the plan, you know? So it's really, really, really important for you guys to understand that nutrition is not just about this like means to fat loss. Fat loss is a side effect of how you're feeding your body. And it's really important for you guys to understand that in order for you to sustain any results you have, you've got to understand how to optimize how to eat. And that's why I wanted to explain this to you guys today. Now, I also want to make sure that I uh, just put a little plug in there that as much as I did say, hey, you can go out eat, you can go out to eat and you can still fit in things. That's all good, right? But when you're doing this reverse, you want to also make sure that you are, are also focusing on high quality foods and lots of you know, high quality, uh, micro micronutrient dense foods, along with balancing out those macronutrients. Because if you're just, you know, doing what I would like to call it, if it fits your macros, that's also not going to get you the best bang for your buck. Okay. So we want to make sure we're optimizing with high quality foods and macronutrients that are coming from micronutrient rich foods. So that's what I got for you guys today, that learning how to eat more is probably the best thing you can do to learn how to lose fat faster. And if you are somebody out there that is only ever operated by like calorie deficit, cutting out foods, always the, the power of like less is more. I'm telling you that the reason you are stuck is that you are likely so underfed and underfueled that your body is fed up. All right. And I also know that it's not comfortable for a lot of people to actually see calories. What I mean by this is I have people that are like, I don't eat anything. I don't eat a lot. And on the weekends, they're not tracking things. They don't want to see how many calories are in those foods. They're only tracking when they're like on their diet plan. They don't actually track the things that don't quote unquote fit the diet plan. And it's pretty eye-opening when a person understands how those foods are impacting their nutrition and their results, and also how they can actually still fit them in and learn how to moderate them. So it's just, it's, it's so important for people to understand that nutrition is a learning experience. It's not a diet. And when you guys are dialing in your nutrition, the, the goal should really be learning how to eat and learning about the foods that you're eating. And it doesn't always have to mean eating less. So hopefully this episode was helpful for you guys today. A little bit of a shorter episode today, talking a little bit about eating to optimize, because I want you guys to have not only good results, but I want you to actually be able to maintain those results long-term. I'm sorry. I'm like, well, the past couple of podcast episodes, I feel like my, my talking has been off. Like I've been like, almost like I can't catch my thoughts. Like I'm trying to catch my thoughts before they come out, but whatever. Anyways, maybe just because I have so much going on with the summer sprint starting with, with all kinds of good stuff coming up on the, on the end with Fit Body RX. But, um, listen, if you guys want to chat with me a little bit about your own journeys, shoot me a DM, shoot me a message, and I'll talk to you guys all on the next episode.